Hello and welcome to the fifth year of the Graps and Claps podcast. Starting off with our trip to True Grit Wrestling in Leeds. Uh, join us today from the Kings in Huddersfield. Only bad things happen when you do podcasts in the Kings, isn't it? Um, so, welcome Ben. Hello Ben. Hello. You alright? Yeah, you have to, have to be. Another day on the sauce. Um, and we've got our Jeff. Hello, Jeff, with the frothiest head going. Yeah, my pint's quite. Uh, got a nice head on it as well. Fucking hell, you could stick a flake in that. You could. Shame put it in a Carling glass, a Magic Rock uh, town lager. Never mind. Never mind. So, yesterday was our first wrestling show of the year after about a month off. Um, our last show was North Wrestling in Newcastle and um, quite refreshed having the time off and watching. Uh, from watching people in spandex. So I started the day off at Butties to Go with a frisbee, big fucking muffin, with two bacon, two sausage, two eggs, baked beans, and spam for four pound eighty. I've got to say, it was hard. It was hard work trying to walk and eat at the same time with this, as baked beans was literally dripping. I don't think I've ever seen beans in a sandwich. Only in Rochdale. And there were going to be tomatoes on that butty as well. It'd be like the soggiest muffin going. I wonder if the idea was that you, you just have it in your tray and you eat it with a knife and fork. I think that was the idea because the, uh, the fella behind the counter did offer me a tray and me, like an idiot, declined. Never turned oh, down it. Was it with like a paper bag full of like, bean juice? Oh no, it was like in foil. Oh, okay. okay. I will say it was excellent. Proper eight, nine out of ten. But I don't know how they could be making any profit at four pound eighty. Especially with the uh, breakfast we had this morning, Jeffrey. From a River Esque in, in Leeds. In Leeds, yeah. I'm uh, still feeling the effects of having a, a, a massive like fucking tray that we'd have at a buffet with sandwiches on. And a pot, and a pot of latte for sixteen pound on. But fuck me, my fault. I just want to go to sleep. Yeah. 10, uh, 10% sitting charge as well, Jeffrey. It is what it is. It is. Um, so, going into yesterday's pubs. So, we, we uh, met up with Ben and we got into Leeds. Uh, went to the Banker's Cat, which is um, a Thornbridge place. It's been around for a few years now. Um, quite a staple of the Leeds uh, pub scene. Especially, especially now with like quite a few pubs are shutting in Leeds. I did notice that the old beer orc is now a pizza pizza parlour. Pizza pilgrims. P- pizza pilgrims, yeah. Uh, Banker's Cat, enjoy this place, Ben. Yeah, decent pub. Um, it's the same range of things. You never see much uh, change in like what's on offer, but it's a nice enough little pub. Similar, it's a, similar to the, um, the sister pub yeah. in um, in York, which is the Market Cat. Market Cat, yeah, um, yeah. Nice little place. Nice place. Expensive. Yeah, it is expensive. £6.50, I think it was, for one of their own beers. Salted Caramel Lucaria, I think. Yeah. But yeah, it's a dear do. Yeah, I had um, half a pint of the Donkey Jacket from Round Corner Brewery, £3.40 for an half. I'll serve it in halves and pints. So I'm talking seven quid a pint. For a six percenter, though, not bad. I'll tell you what was good. A free pint next is uh, we had Madry in the Griffin. 
as we as we joined the uh, Free Palestine protest march for about all of about yeah. 50 yards. It was it was easier to join them than <laughs> swim against the sea, you know, protesters. Some of them protesting for the right things, and some just like you know, rent a protest, as you reckon. Yeah, I think so. Um, so the Griffin, actually a big place, this. Yeah, yeah bigger than you, th- you realise, isn't it? They kept finding extra extra rooms and things, and extra like, little uh, alcoves and twists and turns, and end up with like a little room to ourselves, didn't they? Yeah. Because um, we've, we've only really sat in the front of it, haven't we, Jeff, before when we've been Yeah, in. we never, it just keeps, seems to keep going backwards and backwards and backwards and backwards, so it must be a really long building. Yeah. So a three pints of Madre here. Yeah, give it five stars and untapped because I didn't pay a bean. Yeah. Um, ben had like, um, what were you called, level head or level oh, up yeah, or something? Level head, yeah, and that was, it was alright. Uh, again, dear though. I think you said about five and a half quid, six, five, six, five, sixty, I think maybe, yeah. I suppose to be fair, that's kind of what you expect to pay for party in these cities, I'd say. You know what, Leeds is becoming a very much um, an expensive city to drink in, I will say. Coming like Manchester, who's we always used to say, "Oh, bloody hell, it's cheaper than London." Fucking not anymore. Mm. Um, you, next, also, you notice with the skyline as well of Leeds as well that everywhere's getting built, you know, higher up and pretty similar to Manchester. Yeah, it's going to be all fucking expensive flats. Yeah. These days. Yeah. So if there's a skate park in Leeds, you're fucked. <laughs> You'll be ours this soon. Next up, we went to Brew Society. Jeff, you you describe this place as wanky, and uh, this um, morning and stand and stand by me uh, assessment. Yeah, it's like it's a craft beer, come coffee shop, a mart space. Yeah, yeah, wanky indeed, and expensively wanky as well. Another one. I like it. I liked it. Maybe that makes me wanky. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, two by two, a Zaka mosaic, three eighty five, a two thirds. Good range in here, but yeah. a lot of it I've had before. It's always a different, aside from a few kind of staple ones like uh, a few of the Northern Monk ones, it does have quite a bit of a rotation. I go in on, 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 the, on the taps. I go in quite a lot because it's very close to the station, uh, so it's quite, it's, it's quite often it's one of the first places I'll head to uh, when I'm heading out to Leeds. Yeah. Next up, oh God, so we, oh, me, God. And Je- me and Jeff dropped our bags off at the Ibis on Malbr- Marlborough Street. Really good Ibis. Um, 40, about 46 quid for two of us. Got in there cheap. Not, close close, close proximity is, to the venue. That is really good for a Saturday night, for a chain hotel on a Saturday night in a, in a major city centre. That's, that's really good. Yeah. Good, yeah. good sleep as well. The, the only down point you said about the room was the step as you go into the um, bathroom. Yeah, yeah, I think if you're going in there trolley, you're going to break your neck so on the toilet. So which one of you tripped then? None of us. me. They probably did an exaggerated move over it, you know, like stepping over a dog to <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so, as we dropped our bags off in there, Ben went to the next pub and then I joined him. But I didn't read the message just as um, I read it after I'd just been to the bar and found out what, that the. What was the, what was the first word of my message to so, you? So, uh, so the pub was the Fox and Newt. And I think your first words was like, "This place is dog shit." Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. There was no one in. No, no. So I it's was, a brewery pub, in it? Uh, I thought so. That's what that's what kind of um, made us want to go and check it out. But I went in and I couldn't see anything but about six different lagers. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff uh, had a lager of theirs, didn't he? Yeah. or something like that. Mm. 
some sort of German sound of lager, which is one of their own Bingley Brewer, I think. Mm. It was all right, but like you said, the place was dead. It was £10 minimum yeah. on car. Well, that's the thing, I walked in, I, I put my head through the door first, saw this massive, great big sign saying £10, we we like cash, £10 minimum card spend. Someone, the, the, the breakfast place this morning had that, you know, we, we prefer cash. Yeah, yeah it's got its uh, money laundering thing, isn't it? Uh, but, uh, no, it is. It is. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I went back out again. I uh, thought, well, I'm going to get cash from here. Corner shop next door. Uh, cash machine in there. Took a tenner out. Had to pay the extra one ninety nine charge to get to, to use the machine there. Uh, and then at least I thought, uh, well, at least I'm going to have some back of ticket money as well. Uh, yeah. But then you two joined me. Uh, I think you you, t- you tried to get two pints, didn't you, to try and take it over? To, to well, I think you're on a tap, yeah. and I paid for mine, it comes up £9.50, so yeah, off the same bill. Yeah, you still let your pay on card, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Bullshit. Uh, long more pale, I had. It was all right, but I wouldn't visit this place again. No. No. I think that's put me off now, the... Uh, the card deposit 10 quid it's it's same as like the corner shop near me it's a free car a free quid minimum so i i only want like a pint of milk and they end up buying like a bloody can of monster to take it over the free quid like nearly every shop as well near me is five count five quid deposit i only want a loaf i do get it with some of these small independent businesses that i think the charges would really affect them but uh yeah, it's it's the monster. You have to you have to find your way in the modern world, really, don't you? You have to accept that that's the way things are going. Yeah, not, not a lot of people don't carry cash anymore. No. Um, let's go on to one of the you know different vo- views on this one. Um, Kurt Stoll Brewery. Jeff. I know you're looking forward to it, weren't you? I'm looking forward to it because I've like I've seen it like travelled on the mo- on the, like, the motorway side. It was a big a big place, you know. Quite swanky, I thought, yeah, nice. Uh, beer range, obviously a lot of their own stuff. I had a Optimum Sierra Nevada, a third at 11%, yeah. and a half a Tiramisu State, which is quite nice of their own stuff. Um, but it's a juxtaposition of two places. One, it likes sort of like, you know, a welcoming warm pub, and then there's a massive glass front that looks like um, a hungry oh, horse in Wolverhampton. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a thing between the two it's neither, it's neither one or the other he'd like it, he'd like to drop the cardigan arms into a brewery yeah well it's it's kind of like it, it is like a 1960s kind of glass and steel um, industrial unit that's what it is uh, but they've kind of made the the tap room when they've made the tap room bit out of it as well they've uh, obviously brought in a lot of memorabilia and things from other pubs uh, and tried to make that kind of pub. Yeah, it's like lots of tin signs yeah, yeah. and things like tin that. Tin signs, wooden paneling, wooden like um, bar furniture and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I like that bit. But then obviously when we're looking out, well, could you not, could you not just like turn and face the other way? I could have done. Yeah, <laughs> you know, walking backwards and that. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a nice, it's a nodding for me. But two and lovely it, dogs. And yeah, I think on a, on a, like a nice summer's day you can sit out, there's like an, out, like an outdoor seating area yeah. as well, which is just Yeah, choke nice. on the petrol <laughs> <food> <laughs> as the cars go by, so, yeah. Uh, you think? I mean, in terms of the actual, I suppose it depends on your mileage on how much you like um, Kirkstall Bowie products. But, a uh, lot of it you can buy in supermarkets, yeah. so there's, you know, not much distinction or, you know, extra choice in there. There's like a couple of good, like, you know, pale ales, if you like that, but... I was, um, I was on Judicious, which is one of my go-tos when, when uh, in a Kurtzel pub. 
uh, and then I like the look of like a, like a cherry uh, creek beer that uh, sounded sounded nice. I had a, like two thirds of that as well. Fucking expensive though, was, wasn't it? Was. Seven pound a pint, wasn't it? Seven pound eighty a pint. Like two thirds, seven pound, I think. Uh, no, no, it were a pint. I had the dissolution um, IPA, which I thought was a cracking drink. Mm. That and um, the one we would get into in a moment, the Cardigan Arms, were like four sixty pints as well. Cracking pint. Um, I had a half of the closed loop as well. I, I, I enjoyed this as a place to go to, and I do get Jeff's yeah, point of. Um, a couple, yeah, a couple there. yeah. Nice toilets as well. Yeah, and also um, my first ever TikTok video. Yeah, that's where well. your, your TikTok career started. It is, yeah. So um, and also the numbers going up and up and up and up. Go and follow Graps and Claps podcast on TikTok. Um, it got eighteen hundred views that, and then yeah, quite quickly as well, didn't it? Yes, yeah. fucking Just wild. There watching it going up. It's the future. It's the future. When you said when I heard first heard you were doing TikTok, I thought it was just going to be you and Jeff doing like uh, like choreographed dances in front of pubs and things. But uh... <laughs> um, next up, Dave's Pies and Ales. Um, Mike, um, friend of the show, um, saw us, met up with us, and we also went past this pasta street food place, the Bolognese Ball. Oh, no, that was next. That was after. Was it next? Yeah. 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 Um, Dave's Pies and Ales, um, another TikTok video um, there, got a follower as well, it'll get a great visit. Uh, but it's a small place, you can also crawl up the stairs if, if you. <laughs> oh my god, them, them, them toilets, watch your head. Even going down, even if you're five foot, you'd, you'd, you'd smack your head off that. Um, it's a small place. It's, 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 it's basically it's an old shop front, isn't it? Or office or something. That's, yeah. It's tiny, absolutely tiny. Um, Two years it's been there yeah. when I was speaking with the uh, the lady behind the bar. Yeah. I think they're, they're well known for their pies. They, they sell quite a lot of the, the big lad. Uh, you, have you have to, to order a day in advance. Yeah, but I think I paid three quid for the pork pie. I had it hot. Cracking, cracking pie. A bit of sauce on the side. One thing I will say though, expensive. Yeah. Five pound forty well, for a Titanic plum porter. You've said that for every every place so far, so maybe it's not that these places are expensive. Maybe it's the old cheap. He's got a point, Andrew. He has. Um, no, I, I did. I just did think it was. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it was, it's two pumps, two cask pumps, wasn't it, uh, and a fridge full of cans. Seven pound odds. Seven pounds. Seven pounds. Kitchen full of pies at the back. Yeah, seven seventy-five for like an orange. Orange pale ale, but it's a bit expensive for a can that. Jeez. Yeah. But it's like a corkage kind of fee on top of that. Probably. The were in I passed, uh, I passed out by then. The were in that Kirkstall Brewery place, I think it was two quid corkage, weren't it? But I would go here again. It's it's a good little I mean this little I mean it's quite well out of the way of the city centre. Uh, and it, it's not it's still a fifteen minute walk to the venue from that kind of little strip as well, but uh, if you, if you do end up that way, it's a good little run to do, isn't it? That coastal glory. There's that archive. Archive. Yeah, archive looks. Probably like bank as well. The actual venue itself. So next up, went to the Cardigan Arms, which is a coastal brewery pub, very old-fashioned pub, and a pub I liked. But you would yeah to go back to the point of that we went past that. Oh, the Bolognese ball. Yeah. This window, this kind of. 
street food kind of bakery thing uh, and in the window there's lots of stuff that really took my eye to be honest uh, but I had to go in and get the, uh, the bolognese bowl so it's like a like a bolognese sauce in the middle of like cheesy rice uh, and then deep fried breadcrumbs uh, served hot uh, and it was tremendous. I do love a bolognese bowl. I found, I found a little because uh, <laughs> the pub was literally next door. I didn't really have time to stand and eat it, so I went into the Cardigan Arms. Uh, I just found myself a very quiet corner and quietly, uh, discreetly uh, scrammed it. I heard you going nom nom nom, fucking cookie monster. I came back with a big smile on my face. That is a satisfied man. <laughs> Whatever you get up to, you know, that's your own thing. You give her a bolognese bowl, a couple of bolognese bowls. Uh, uh, to sneak out and get another one. Uh, Jeff, um, Cardigan Arms, did you enjoy this as a. Uh, uh, yeah. No, it's quite a big, expansive pub, but it was hammered, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, so obviously quite a popular place. Yeah, I got there again. I had a, like a Belgian double, triple. Yeah, yeah. Eight and a half. Eight point four percent, yeah. No wonder I fucking fall asleep at wrestling shows. Oh, you it? didn't fall asleep? No, no. Um, but no, I, I would go here again. Yeah, it's good fun. Very good pub. Again, it's a coastal place, wasn't it? So that was made up the majority of their. Office. Yeah, had a dissolution again, and it was a good, another good pint, you know, with lacing and that. I went on half that same cherry that I had in the year So uh, that's the. It's like a shank up the hill through the park to. Uh, to the wrestling, uh, true great wrestling. Um, the what do, the, what do you think of the venue just on the approach? Because obviously the venue is like an old church. Yeah. You kind of see it in the distance. Because kind of like, it's like lit up on the outside. It's like a mini Alexandra yeah. Palace in it. Yeah. Um, it. Fucking great. To be honest. Uh, as a venue. I did say I did say to quite a few people yesterday. This feels like Tidal Wrestling. Um, the old Tidal on steroids. A lot of the same people. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, same, street, same, same city. street food, yeah. craft beer, just everything that you want at a wrestling show, I did feel. What did you think of the venue, Jeff? Did you? Beautiful. Obviously, it's an old converted church, isn't it? So, uh, it's much better than the other church, what Tidal oh, yeah, used to. Yeah. They probably got the heat on, electric, mm. and uh, running water. And actually cleaned it since they parted the night before. <laughs> yeah, and... Um, you know, you weren't on the dregs of the night before. No. No, no, it was a very pleasing place. I liked it. Probably the only the only thing that lets it down is the toilet, because it's one in, one out. Unless you wanted to go walking outside, in, like, in the middle of the night. Yeah. You know, trying to follow your way to where the other uh, accessible toilets were and where the wrestlers were getting changed as well. Yeah. Yeah, but I would agree with that. My favourite venue last year. Um, they did four shows there last year uh, for the first time. Uh, and I only made it to the first two because you the two clashed with stuff but I would still hold it up as my favourite venue I went to last year uh, and, well, and this year as well because uh, it's it, as, it, as you say everything you'd want it looks great uh, the sight lines are fantastic they pack the place out uh, it's got a decent bar like offering it's not just your, your, your carling no. kind of gig venue uh, taps it's, a, it's actually got a decent bar which gives you a good choice a good range of things there's food they've got a street food um, vendor in there as well uh, yeah, and then you get a cracking wrestling show as well. Yeah, and a lot of people there as well. Yeah, it's it's yeah, nice. It's, it's, pro- it's probably the fullest wrestling crowd I've seen in Leeds for 
for ages. It's a mix. It's, it's your, you've got your, your, kind of like your hardcore wrestling fan, internet people that go to all the shows all over the place. You've got your kind of locals that go to stuff. You've got families. You've got students that come down from like the Burley Park kind of area into like Burley and heading the to come and watch and the show. And it's not a break the wallet price no, for a not, ticket. So you're talking fifteen quid. Sixteen quid, I think. Um, let's get into the action anyway. Um, started off with a tag team match, a bit of a change to the advertised uh, match, which was the Champions Crash Bolt, Jack Bandicoot and Jake Silver, the Pop Punk Kid, taking on the Violence Party. Well, one of the Violence Party plus um, a stand-in. So it was Jack Turner and uh, replacing BA roles was Ellis Barker. Um, much thoughts on this match, Jeff? This is going to be a reoccurring theme through this, as uh, I'm, <laughs> no. I'm not going to bullshit you. Obviously, they're in everywhere. Um, no, a fun, a fun little opener. Um, never seen. Who's it? Ellis Barker. Yeah, I've seen him before. I'm sure you've sure you seen him in the old title Temple of Boom days. I'm sure you've yeah. All right, I, I can't remember him, but he's, yeah. he's pops up in one of these West Yorkshire shows. Right. Uh, yeah, no, he's, 4GWs, I've seen him at. So. I've seen him do like a, he normally, but these days he kind of does like a, a graffiti artist kind of hooded kind of gimmick. Like, I'm sure yeah, it's right. like a Banksy. Yeah, a bit like that. But beginning with a W. I'm sure, I'm sure it's him. Right. Might be getting mixed up with somebody else. Right, okay. Um, I thought it was good to see Jack Turner again. Not seen him for a while. Yeah. No, he, he was giving us stick as well. I always thought him and B.O. was a really good tag team. Yeah, we ended up um, like doing a U-turn on them, didn't we? You know, like, you know, the hate-hated baddies at Tidal, and then it's like, bloody hell, they're actually really good, and they got, I think they got cheered by the end, didn't they? Mm. By the, like, their last oh, appearance. Oh, yeah, they got the naturally turned by the crowd. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a good little fun opener. Crash, crash bolts yeah. are always good value. Yeah. Decent, energetic <coughs> uh, opening tag team match. Yeah, um, you did put um, Jack Turner did beat the shit out of Barker after. Yeah, he fucking yeah, he smacked the crap out of him. Yeah, yeah, the big lad in he, Jack Turner. Yeah. Um, I think there were some friends of Jack Turner stood behind us as well. It was like like a multi multitude of people, a, a multi multitude of people. Um, we ended up chatting to last night. Um, one of which, one of which was. Um, in the next match, which was Joe Wade, who I, I had a very good conversation with uh, Joe Wade's dad last night. Um, I stumbled into a podcast, haven't I? You have, yeah. Oh, Hello, okay. Chris. Hello. How are you? Uh, what did you think of True Grit Wrestling last night, even though you weren't there? Uh, uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Seven thumbs up. Yeah. Um, so it was a three-way match with Joe Wade, uh, with Alan Kay in his uh, corner. Misery business. Misery business versus Jet Marshall, Jet Marshall, and um, one of our favourites uh, from last last year, Vusix. Uh, with his, um, as um, I think Gareth said last year, uh, turkey teeth. Uh, <laughs> like oh, it, mouth, guard. It, mouth guard, yeah. Um, very good match this one. Yeah, I loved it. I think crowd were really into this. Yeah, weren't they? That's the current theme. The crowd in this place were into, and I've seen it on the previous shows. They're into everything. They're loud. Uh, yeah, they're really responsive to all the all the characters and everything. But the match itself was yeah, yeah. tremendous. Yeah. Just all action. Just something going on all the time. Just didn't let up. Uh, just a great match. Um, similar thoughts, Jeffrey, with this one. Very much so. 
<laughs> I know. I, I I really enjoyed this one. Joe, Joe Wade is, I think, someone who probably needs to be more places. I've always enjoyed his work when we've seen him at Tidal, and he's done bits with like Catch Pro Wrestling recently. Jet Marshall, I think he's had a few more bookings elsewhere, like North Wrestling and. Did he? Did he? Did he? Yeah, Red Pro. Yeah. He was in the Uncle car, but. Uh, yeah, he's, 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 he's great that he's getting himself about because he's definitely capable. Yeah, and Vu Six, someone who we've. Um, he's the he's the person I took out of twenty twenty three as being like kind of the one to watch. I think. Yeah. Uh, it's become a firm favourite, uh, and it's great to see that uh, he's starting to actually get a bit of a single shine on him. In yeah. Various places. And so Joe Wade won uh, when he pinned Jet Marshall. Uh, as you put, tremendous. Uh, freeway match. Next up, maybe the match of the night now. Brady Phillips, surprise, surprise, versus Saxon Huxley. Jeff. What a fucking match this was. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Obviously, the bang on about Brady Phillips should be here, there, and everywhere. One of the best wrestlers in the country, looks wise, work wise. Character-wise, I guess you know. Yeah. Um, big yes. coat-wise. Big coat. No, big coat. Yeah. Yeah, expensive that coat. I remember. I remember Ivy telling us how much that bloody coat cost. Paying three on PayPal. It's absolutely freezing out there today. It does. But then it's coming in like figure rugging stars. So you're not. You're gonna catch a death. So yeah, but Saxon Huxley. I never expected that match ahead of him. Been watching enough Saxon Huxley then? Obviously not, because I'm just expecting like the Bruiser Broader to yeah, yeah, brawl yeah. thing. But he was doing dives and manoeuvres all over the shop. Yeah. Really, really impressed. He kept kicking out of finishes as well. Bloody hell, he was proper like, I'm not doing the job for you, brother. I'm going to make you work for it. Yeah. It was yeah. a great match, wasn't it? Uh, just really went for it. It's uh, just too. Very impressive wrestlers, just having a very impressive wrestling match, just absolutely going for it. Uh, Brady Phillips ended up winning with the pile driver. I, f- I thought this was excellent. Crowd were, crowd were really into this as a match. Well, this was like a, a number one contendership match, am I right? Uh, Brady is the number one contender. Yeah, it? Brady's uh, the number one contender. But um, and Sarah Cole was elsewhere. Yeah, I think. and Saxon Huxley was the true bit champion, but he never lost the belt. He got to, he got stripped of it like, like the company shut down over like COVID and stuff. Like that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. Oh no, I think it was even goes before actually. I think he was the first champion, and then did he had to vacate it when he went to NXT UK? I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. There he goes. That's what he said. There he goes, Saxon Huxley. There he goes. But excellent stuff. Next up. Which was uh, no DQ match for the True Grit Wrestling Women's Title, which was Ivy, the champion. This is ZZ in a excellent jacket, light up jacket again. Jerry jacket. We we do say it all the time. Well, that jacket is very nice. Um, crowd. I tell you what. You know, even though she, I think she's been in True Grit for maybe about a year, or been on the scene for about a year and a bit. She's fucking over with this crowd, Zizi. Now we're watching the, um, you know, the previous show, and you know, response actually gets from the like the audience. So, you know, impressive. Um, We've seen this match before, true, haven't we? We did at York. You know, very rushed through before you get to Cleethorpes. Yeah. So, but this is obviously uh, longer, more focus on it, time to develop. Uh, it was it for the it was for the title. It was for the title. Yeah. No DQ as well. Yeah. 
yeah, a really good match. Again, a decent one, a very decent match. Um, there was the um, I think Zizi got chucked through the um, the chairs, yeah. you know, where we were we were sat. Ivy obviously whipping up a storm with the crowd and stuff as well. Oh, oh. she's she's excellent working the crowd. Um, Jeff, did you enjoy this? Yeah, just a hard fought match between two familiar fours. It? it is, yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, the presenter kind of is easy as Ivy's protege in some places as well, don't they? They do, yeah. It is a BWR. Instead of a team actually, again, actually working against each other, so that's quite good. Yeah. Um, chemistry. Yeah. It ended, though, with uh, Lana Austin running in. Who's got history with Zizi? Has Zizi pinned Lana Austin last time um, to get the victory in like a four-way match? Um, and Zizi ended up going through the table. Splat. Boo. Yeah. Uh, I think True Grit does women's wrestling really well. It puts a right shine on it. So out of, like, say, eight matches that I put on a show, quite often at least three of them will be women's matches. Yeah. Um, using some of the best people from, like, across the north. Uh, the, the, the main event show. I mean, this was like the first half main event. It were, was, yeah. Win that slot. <coughs> they had a six women. Um, the, when they decided the first women's title, uh, that was the main event of, a, of the entire show. So that there's, they do quite rightly put a, a really good focus on women's wrestling. They do. I think it's one of the places doing it really well, doing it right. Correct. Um, and then we went into the halftime break. Had a picture with old Mad Dog, uh, Mike Angus. Had a had a chat with uh, Taj, the owner of um, of Tidal. Yeah, it's just a lot of familiar faces last night. We've probably not seen in a while. You know, it's. It, it was good. Um, raffle it's happened. Just, it's, a really, it's, it's a great social occasion, isn't it? It's like there's people that you only run into at these kind of like in these uh, types of places uh, that you get to catch up with. Uh, yeah. um, raffle, you ended up not winning, Ben. I didn't win Raffle. Nah. Um, uh, ju- just a note on the uh, ring announcer, one of the Fallowfield 21, Bobby Cash. Great so, uh, you make him sound like you know he spent time in prison. <laughs> like the Birmingham Six. <laughs> But um, actually saw him wrestle on that show as well, and I think he lost. Um, but he's a he's a good ring announcer. Sure I've seen him wrestling Hindley as well back in back in the day. That's where he started out, I think. GPW. Yeah. Uh, yeah, great ring announcer. One of the one of the better ones on the scene. He's getting a lot of work now. I think Rise are using Rise him as, using. A, as a ring announcer, but he 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 plays the role of host well. Yeah. He was losing his voice by the end of the uh, by the end of the show. Yeah. He can't speak. He can't speak. I'm going to see if he like it. <laughs> and so we go into the rumble now. So um, a thirty-person rumble. Let's go into the entrance. One Alan Kay, two Joe Wade, three Troy Ryan, four Ace Matthews, five Anderson Daniels, six Ace PPK. Matthews, Ace Matthews handing out rubber ducks as part to everybody as part of his uh, Nash Bolt sort of gimmick. Yeah. Which seems to really have caught on with people at True Grit. Yeah. They put together and people seem to really, really love it. Yeah, they get very, very over as well. The yeah, they were, yeah. They tried offering me a duck and I said no. Uh, number seven, Natalie Sykes. Joe Wade got um, eliminated. His dad wasn't happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did he not try pushing him back in, you know, like Calico Vikinson? I think it might have been, yeah. Um, eight Wing Commander Nash, nine Bandicoot, ten Lily Winter with the big entrance. She did have a big entrance, didn't she? Uh, was it, was it, didn't they have this actual proper snow and everything? I think they did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
and made a room like a. She just run in like into the room, but literally she got the big presentation. Yeah, yeah. No, it looked look good in the. Um, yeah, the lights and everything. The lights in the background in there. Yeah, but a murder to back up after. It fucking is a murder to back up. Eleven Sean only. Twelve Sash is trash. Ace Matthews out. Thirteen Rio. Fourteen. Yeah, lucky number thirteen. Fourteen Lusik. Yay. Winter out. Nash out. Fifteen. Wow. Josh Kemper. Oh, you were a big fan of Josh Kemper. Fucking hell. I don't think you'd seen him before. I've never I seen him before. I, have, I can't remember if I have. Uh, it's a name I've seen. Uh, I know he does those uh, those crash boats, um, Planet Wrestling shows. I've seen him, I think, advertised on. Someone mentioned that Planet Wrestling last yeah, night. I'd go, yeah, I'd go, I'd go back to that one and come back to Leeds again if it's convenient. That was a good, good time. Um, but yeah, Josh Kemper. Wow, Gary Strider. Wow. A fucking unit. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Six, uh, Daniel's got chucked out. Um, Ryan got chucked out. 16, Gia Adams. 17, El Bilzo is Billy O'Keefe in Young Chorus Mask. Yeah, because the, the story there is Sean Orney's been doing... Open, open challenge. challenge. And the amount of money goes up every time. Uh, I, I think, think it reached 107,000 pesos <laughs> last time. It could, but he'd already beaten Billy O'Keefe in one of his early challenges. So once you beat, so someone's not allowed to do the open challenge again. Yeah. Charge one again. But so he's come back in a mask, uh, which I'm sure it's the, it's probably just the generic high spots mask. But uh, UKW and West Yorkshire wrestler Young Holmes wears the same mask, <laughs> which is quite funny. Uh, so yeah, he's, he's, so he's come. He's, do, he's doing the Mr. America thing, isn't he? Basically, he is, yeah. you know, you're supposed to know it's him, but you can't prove it's him. It's uh, you know, and so of course he beat, he beat Sean only. He won the challenge. He won the money. Sean only is angry about it. Uh, and uh, he went for him in the mumble here again. 18. Who the daddy? Shreddy. Shreddy. Is it it's like Masterman? Yeah. 19. Because you're strange when you're a stranger. Tim Strange. He's a big lad. He's a big lad. He's someone that I used to watch in 3CW back in the day, back in the northeast. What a gimmick! As a gimmick character, you want to see more kind of character gimmicks, I think, yeah. in, in wrestling. And this cowboy thing works really well. For him. He's, he's got your, your whole kind of Stan Hansen uh, kind of thing going. Vibe, yeah. yeah. Like a big bullhorn tattoo yeah, yeah. thing on the Yeah, yeah, yeah. That must have fucking hurt. So, a perfect character for people like a bumble like this. 20, younger. 21, HT Drake. 22, turn around, Jack Turner. Bandicoot out by Shreddy. He earns a tag title oh, shot. That's right. That's right. They, they were doing the old um, uh, IPW UK Battle Royale rules where you, if you eliminate a champion, uh, you get a title shot. It was only applied to the tag titles. Yeah. So the two individual wrestlers that threw out the two individual tag champions, they get a tag. They, they come together to get a tag title shot. And they, uh, I'll make sure. It's quite funny because I thought because um, the thing I always remember, true bit promoter JC. Uh, from his wrestling career is when he kind of beat Simmons for the IPW title in, yeah. in uh, back in 2007 I think it was uh, and the way that came about was because it was the exact same kind of gimmick in the in a battle royal yeah. because he was he'd lost every single match in the promotion he was like the comedy yeah. loser but he earned a title shot by throwing out champion Simmons in the in the in the battle royale and that's how he got his title shot which made his most famous moment and right. so it's quite funny to see that that gimmick brought back in a promotion that he now booked um, so um, next out was Sash 
who got who, who, who was trash. Uh, 23, Dara Diabolo. Those kids in front of us, they loved all that. Because we were saying the sashes trash and stuff. Those kids in front of us, there was kids about two they were, in yeah. front of us, they were loving those chants. They were getting right on Sasha's case when uh, as led by us. 24, Priscilla, Queen in the Ring. Strange out. 25, Helen Charlotte Campbell. Gia out by Tonga. Tonga out, eliminated by Gia in the old yeah. I Sid Justice thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 26, Jet Marshall. Um, turn out 27 boo Lana Austin who uh, just went to sit down and also let me tell you something now Chris okay. so um, she was sat down it's like, and I was like I think giving a shit like, get in bloody ring Lana so she come round to us fucking knock me pints out of my hand and the pie ended up falling like that and it didn't perfect on the floor yeah didn't spill a drop didn't spill a drop nice Always faster, Lana. Yeah. Oh. Knows how to work. Oh, she knows. Knows how to work. Um, 28, Ellis Barker. Boo, Kemper got eliminated. Fucking hell. 29, Commander Sterling. So, HCC got um, eliminated then. Then 30, Rory Coyle. Good theme tune. I like Rory Coyle's uh, theme tune. Jet out, Barker out, Dara out, Sterling out, Priscilla out. Rio's winning this, we reckon, says Ben. As five minutes later, the last three HC Drake, Rory Coyle, and Rio. Um, Coyle out down to Rio and HT Drake. And who do you think won, Chris? I saw the clip on Twitter last night. You did? I did. Who won? Rio. Yes. So Rio won the uh, True Grit Rumble. Big celebration. Limbs. Limbs. The word that, you know, people jumped up in the air for this. Um, well deserved. A very good rumble so again. What do you win? Does she win women's title? I, I think a number, a number one contender. To, I think she's going to face Ivy. Right. Okay. So they win their the, the, the title shot in their respective division. Or can Mike. she choose to? Oh, I think she could face like in Serico. That'd be, that'd be a really interesting match, you know, in Serico against Rio. I think that would work. Really well. Well, we've, well, we've seen him like bloody North, weren't it? Like, yeah, you know, no, Rio challenging be... Leon Slater in fucking second best match at years. I've not considered before, but that would be a really good match to see, I think. Yeah. Um, did you both enjoy the Rumble? Loved it. Everyone loves the Rumble. Yeah, it is Rumble season after all. It is. We're going to get one on every bloody show. Yeah. Today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, very good, Jeff. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like, my, I was looking forward to yesterday um, for the venue, for the wrestling, um, just for the all ambience, and uh, it ticked every box. Yeah, um, I thought it would. For me, I said to Jeff this morning, it could become a regular thing. This going back, going back to Leeds to watch a promotion. Who'd have thought that? That's like a cracking venue. I mean, much of you said it earlier on, but I saw videos last night. I thought I need to go there. Sometime. Yeah, you'd enjoy. You did enjoy yeah. it, Chris. It really is a destination place. Yeah, it's good. I think it's only going to get bigger. Mm. It's yeah. good that they're running. I mean, they're running York and Leeds and alternate now, so they've got to show every single month. Yeah, which in a way, that's. I mean, obviously, yeah, that's great for them, and it's great. That, but it's it, it's it'd be almost like better if, if they were running a little bit less frequently. I think just because I, I don't think there's any way I can get to every single show, and when I want, I'd want to. I want to get to every show. Coming away from that show last night, I would want to get to every single one of their shows. Yeah, and it's just a shame that 
that's on me. It's a shame that not running a little less frequently, so that could get to one of those shows, but I don't think I can commit to it one day. Yeah, I know they're running York on February the 10th, but I'm going, there's like no running that day. Me and Jeff are going to, uh, coming back to PCW um, at Leighton Institute, so there's a lot running that day. But I do want to come back to the Leeds venue and certainly go to York. I mean, the, the time when we went, mm-hmm. we had a good piss up. Yeah, we talked about the, the, since you've been there as well, they've made changes to that York venue as well, because uh, it literally, it was just, a, it was like being in assembly at school, in a school hall, wasn't it, when we were there? Yeah. Uh, but now they've got the turn the lights down, they've got professional lighting and things on there, the stage looks a lot better. Uh, yeah, so it, it looks, I mean, it's still school hall, uh, but it's, it looks better. Yeah, um, and also I mentioned the drink they had on there, it was like North Brewery, they had a vocation art and soul, they had sausage rolls on sale, like, you know, cakes, street food, bit of... Um, oh, it was not I? I think I tagged it as um, Lost and Found. Which they don't do anymore. No, it'd be like uh, you know, like Mexican street food they had on oh, as yeah. well, Chris. So no, it's ex- just an excellent experience at a wrestling show, and that's what you want for experience. your 15, 16. They really, they really have paid attention to that. Exp- that that's it, the experience. They give you the, the thought about the venue, the thought about the fan experience, the the food offering that they bring. Because that's something they've put in there themselves. They've, they've, it's not the venue doing it. It's the, the They've put that in there to, 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 to offer it to people. The bar's great. Uh, there's a cafe in there. You can go, it's, it's one of those ones you don't do. Sometimes you want to go in just before the show starts, don't you? Because you, you don't want to be in the venue. Yeah. Ages. But you, it's a venue you wouldn't mind being in that hour, that hour before the show starts because it's, yeah. it's, it's great. Also, on a, on a note of promotion, it's one you sign up to the like, little newsletter thing. Yes. What you're getting like. Excellent. What's, coming on the, what's happened the last show? What's coming up on the next one? Just a really excellent touch and makes you feel invested, invested and involved. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't feel as well like you know on the, you know especially their social media that they they ram it down your throat. It's just like the subtle little things that they do that are, are really good. The stories all make sense. They're using wrestlers you want to see. Um, can't say enough good things. It's the one to watch. I think this year. Hmm. Bloody hell! Positivity. Leeds, positivity. Leeds has never had a consistently good and well attended wrestling scene it never has no uh, but this seems to be booking that trend it could be the the thing that Leeds has always needed for the past 20 years yeah we'll definitely say that um, so there you go that's a true great wrestling done with thumbs up all around even from Chris he weren't even oh, there right. <laughs> he likes the sound of it <laughs> he likes the sound of it so um, Ben where can we follow you uh, follow me on Twitter x at <coughs> Wrestle Away Day, or check out my uh, YouTube channel, British Wrestling Away Days, and I'll have a video up shortly after this weekend that should cover the entire West Yorkshire Wrestling Weekend. Yeah. Follow you, Jeff Ogden, too, on next. Yeah. You're not, you're not, on, you're not on, the, on the old TikTok yet, then, Jeff? Oh, no, I'm, I'm far behind that, yeah. Uh, follow me at Augie Part 3, also GCP Podcast 1, and you know, also follow us, grab some claps podcast on TikTok. Um, You're on TikTok now. I am on TikTok. <laughs> I took I took three three <laughs> three videos last night, Chris. I can't wait to watch it on Instagram videos in six months' time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> follow us at all them places on the Instagram as well. Um, so thanks Jeff. Thanks Ben. Cheers, Chris. Yeah, you were there in spirit, mate. Um, Thank you, everyone. See you later. Goodbye.